Okay, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, football edition. Uh, back tonight on a Thursday, veteran move, recording on a Wednesday. You'll hear this on a Thursday. Um, but before we get into football, we have a very special announcement to make tonight on the podcast. Oh, boy. Our football co-host... Blaine Wheeler, he's tying the knot, folks. He got engaged over the weekend. Let's give it up for Blaine O. Blaine O, really proud of you. Really, really uh, excited for you and Jess. Uh, great friends of mine have been for quite some time. And um, two people that you know, I think, really deserve it. So, Blaine O, congratulations, buddy. I appreciate it. Appreciate your friendship through it. I know you know Jess even hell, maybe even before me. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it looked like you, uh, you look like you knocked it out of the park uh, in terms of, uh, you know, planning everything, getting our boy, John Seabag. Normally oh, yeah. no free Big ads, but I, I'll give a free ad out. If you're looking for wedding pictures or a wedding videographer, hit up my boy, uh, John Seabag at my boy, Jay Seabag on Instagram um i think he has a photography page too but sorry google, johnny i don't yes. know what off the top of my head john seabag productions on google you can google him i'm gonna write a review today how tremendous okay. he was so great job by by seabag it was amazing. no free ad seabag but i just gave you a free ad buddy uh that's because too you can go see all this stuff on there okay john seabag.com as well um <laughs> And with that, Lucas, what's up, buddy? Um, We had a great weekend together. I guess we can talk about football. Started off that way. Um, Went to Carbondale this weekend, Missouri State Bears. Uh, Gorgeous day for football. I mean, folks, I legitimately could not have pulled out a pen and paper and written better weather for this game at Saluki Stadium. Uh, Missouri State goes and just absolutely dominates them in the second half, Lucas. Uh, I I feel like I know the answer to this, but were you worried going to halftime down three? Normally would be with this team, no. Like, we're so used to just, like, going into halftime and making adjustments now. Or, like, they – like, the coaches go in there and put their head together for – like legit seven to eight minutes, like where they're just in the room by themselves, just like talking shit out, like what they saw in the first half, what we can do to fix what like went against us, what we can do to take advantage of when we saw gaps, when we ran something else that you can run stuff off of that. So like anytime now, like we go into halftime, like it's, I feel like we have the advantage. Yeah. I'm at that point now where like, I'm not going into halftime being like, Oh shit, what's going to happen when we come out of here? No, I'm like, oh, shit, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, no, I like, completely agree. And the thing was, too, with the game, the way it was going, like, Carbondale was up at the half, but they got lucky on a pick at the end of the of the first half. It should have been tied, really. They gave, We gave them an extra possession. But, really, I mean, we had several chances that we squandered to score, and we didn't score. We turned the ball over twice. Um, well, I mean, we uh, couldn't protect the passer. It was just, a, it was a defensive, no. ba- it was a defensive grinded out game the first half. Like we yeah. were getting after them. They couldn't do anything on offense, missed a couple deep shots, but I mean, you're going to have a five foot eight quarterback. That's going to happen. 
No, and then neither team could run the ball. Yeah, no. It was Other just it was a grinded out first half. That's valley football for you. Yep, definitely. And uh, second half, it's just crazy. The coaching absolutely took over. I mean, that was the biggest uh, standout like you were talking about. And it was a great win for the Bears. Um, Lucas, we look forward to this Saturday. We play uh, Northern Iowa. Yeah, I would a lot argue, on the line. There's a lot on the argue, line this week. Uh, yeah, there, there is a lot on the week. I would argue that uh, this is our biggest rival. Um, Southern Illinois is up there. But I still give the nod to Northern Iowa. Uh, I hate Northern Iowa. I want them to boat race them. But it's going to be a tough game, uh, Lucas. I, what do you think about the Panthers? Their season's on the line. They, ha- I mean, they have to beat us. I talked to their EQ guy on Monday, and he was just like, "I mean, they're gonna they're gonna throw everything but the kitchen sink at us trying to win this game." Because I mean, they yeah, have to win. They have to. If, if they lose this one, they're done. And I mean, they're just a perennial powerhouse. Obviously, like they're five and four, and they're number twenty still. It's just like they just have a respect level that's different than ours right now, which is a whole nother story. It's just so disrespectful that we only moved up one spot. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. But, like, that just speaks to like how people view programs and they're one of those programs. So a win over them again this year is just it'd be great. Need to it have to happen. Yeah. And Lucas, I feel like you were alluding a little bit that you don't think the Missouri State season is over with a loss against Northern Iowa. But I'm thinking that it is, unfortunately. And I think a lot of it has to do with what you just mentioned in the respect thing. They don't want to put Missouri State in right now. They want to see more consistency. And if you lose this game, it's going to be I think, be they, tough I think to they keep in. us out. I honestly think they keep us out if we lose this game. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm an outsider looking in, and I get the same feeling. Yep. It's like they're just waiting for something to happen. They got it with Youngstown. Didn't really kill us for that one for some reason. But, like, ever since then, like, there's just no moving forward, even though we've done everything we needed to do. God, if you just win the Youngstown game, you have this game to to mess around with. You could honestly get killed in this game if you beat Youngstown and you're still good. Yeah, and then nobody's going to give a shit what happens when we go to St. George, Utah. They're 0-9, first year in FCS, like – that's just a nothing game. We that game means nothing. Even if we win it by a hundred, like it means nothing. Yeah, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing to have. But so I guess you know what I talked. This is a must-win for us then too. It is a hundred percent. I I figured you would have thought that, but I I was surprised to hear you say that you don't give it any chance if we lose. But I that's my standpoint. I just thought maybe you had a different approach. I originally, because I was talking about it today with somebody, and I was just like, I mean, seven and four, like if you're a Valley team and you're seven and four, like that usually means that you're getting in. Like there's only one instance that I can think of in the past when it wasn't, it was that Indiana State team that once they went seven and four. They lost to us and got screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Years past, that's the only one I could think of. When you have a seven win Valley team, like you're sneaking in there. But. It comes back to your point of uh, nobody's respected Indiana State's football program. Correct. That's why I'm like, that's how they got fucked. If we lose and then we go, we win, beat Dixie, we're seven and four. Like, it's literally going to be a coin flip on selection Sunday if we get in. Yeah. I I completely agree. So, but that makes for good TV, folks. I mean, yeah, we're the game of the week. We're the game of the week again this week. So, 
Yeah, and, I would be and Shelly got named. Uh, Shelly got named to the Walter Payton watch watch award list this week. Yeah, so that's unreal. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but that's basically the FCS Heisman. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, that's um, really impressive. I'm not for sure where. I mean, if he'll make it to wherever the reward show is, but sick that he's on the list. Yeah, and then we got another big milestone coming up too. Like it's been like. 20 some odd years before since we've had like a thousand yard receiver ty scott's mm-hmm. 8 11 already Ooh, nice i think he can, so get there. he can i mean he could theoretically get there this week i think this is also maybe the first <laughs> time in missouri state program history that uh the bears have had six wins since like 1987 or something oh i saw that like one that. in 1996 1996 was no that was the conference one right yeah. It's, it's it's been since like 2000 no it might have been 96 i think it was like 87 i think it was even worse but regardless it's yeah. been a really long time since this has happened and just incredible that's happening now i'm so happy for these guys i want to mention one thing real quick that was super sick seeing all those dudes that i still know on the team after the game was a blast dude seeing their faces I mean, it's just everyone's so fucking happy, and it's amazing to see uh, as a former player. I left that locker room only once on upset, but uh, left many locker rooms a little upset. So to see these guys get what they've been working so hard for and um, seeing this team gel, it's dope. And let's go Bears. Beat the fuck out of Northern Iowa on Saturday. Um, Well said projection i saw lucas and it actually hits close to semo uh the latest projection i saw was missouri state hosting a playoff game against ut martin which would yeah, be so, very yeah, if we, interesting if we go win-win and some people lose yeah we're hosting we could host even wait maybe even get a buy like we could if we could somehow sneak in the top eight and listen to this. I didn't know this. I did not know this, but you get you can bid to host an NCAA game. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, so we have a chance for sure to host, even if we don't get a top eight seed. Well, no, no. You're you're, you're going to host any like if you put in your bid and it gets approved. So let's say we're in the let's say we're the thirteenth best team technically. So that puts us playing the what eight five so five 19 18 or 19 seated team we're higher than them they have to come down and play us like you're not meeting at a neutral site so if right. we submit our bid we get a bid we're the 13th overall seed 18's coming to play us so as long as we don't fall out of that top what 17 then we're we're, we're playing a playoff game at, at home god that'd be amazing yeah. That gets my blood boiling right there, boys. And that's a perfect segue into this week's slate. Boys, not the best, not the worst. Um, but it's not, it didn't, there's some games on here that I think can give me red, but, um, you know, overall, not one of our better ones. But it does start uh, tomorrow night. Uh, UNC at Pittsburgh. UNC. Fuck you last week, Lucas. Talk about your Demon Deacons real quick. They're up a little bit later, too. but Dude, that was I mean, brutal. That was just brutal to see. 
58-55, a final score for UNC. I guess they can't play d- defense either. I mean, and that's what you guys said. Like, you, when I was getting even more hyped up last week, you were just like, well, future reference, they can't really play defense because they gave up, what, 56 to Auburn or to Army? Army, like, yeah. And maybe I just thought it was that gimmicky offense. But, no, they just can't play defense. So, it's – I mean – no, and especially when you look at it from this uh, standpoint of I bet this past weekend on Air Force Army under, and it was thir- – I bet on the over, and it was 37 and a half. It hit the under. Under. No, and I that over. team, that Army team put up 50-something on Wake Forest. <laughs> so there's no way they can play defense. Um, yeah. So the fact that UNC only won by three concerns me. Against Pittsburgh, who Lucas, you were high on earlier. I still in the am, year. dude. That quarterback who I keep talking about, Kyle Pickett, is like on the Heisman watch. Yeah, they're number twenty-one, and it's at Pittsburgh. I'm leaving Pittsburgh here, boys. I love it. I love it's, and it's a it's a six and a half, not seven. I yep. love Pittsburgh, and I, I I I love their quarterback. I don't think we remember this enough. Um, fun fact about this game: I don't remember enough that Pittsburgh plays at Heinz Field. I didn't either. I don't they either. Play at the Steelers nice. Stadium. Good Every game. Right, in and week out. They're right there, like in that area. So, like, yeah, they. I mean, they would have no space to build their own stadium. Well, I mean, I figured Pittsburgh was in Pittsburgh, Lucas. Well, no, like I mean, like where their their campus is located, like down there, like down. Oh, by. really? Yeah. I don't know anything about. I would like to. That's a that's a stadium, NFL stadium. I would love to go to. Well, that's what I, I, I only – and the only reason I know that is from the Dan Marino football life where he's like, yeah, I literally could walk to school because he, like, lived in, like, downtown Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. He went to Pitt, dude. Yeah. Forget about that. Um, but, yeah, for, honestly, though, great game on a Thursday. Uh, going to Friday, number five, Cincinnati plays. It's interesting. Mm. I want to watch them um, plays at USF. Boys, Cincinnati. I'm rooting for them. I want them in the playoff just for just to have them in. But they should have lost to Tulsa. Did you guys? Did you guys see that play? The Tulsa quarterback. No, I didn't watch that game. I didn't see the play, but was that uh, the fumble on the goal no, line? No, he didn't fumble it. The running back did on fourth down because he was short. He, he desperately like tried to get the ball across. But, dude, like on second down, the quarterback slid, like literally slid on the one-yard line going was he, in was he to trying win to the that, game. That makes no sense. Like you're not no. trying to stop them from scoring. Like, I, like you don't want to – like in the NFL, I get it. Like you don't want to give that team like time. But, like, what was the clock at? Um, they had just gotten the ball back off of a Desmond Ritter QB sneak fumble – and there wasn't much time left. There was like 20 – there was like – I think it was under a minute left. Oh, yeah, you just got to run that in. That's an idiot. Yeah. Well, no, but he like – he wasn't sliding to stop the clock or to keep running the clock. He was sliding – it very – it to me, it looked like he was afraid to get hit. Like he wasn't – Oh, he didn't I thought you were hit. saying like he – the way you, like I perceived yeah. that was like he was wide open. He just slid down to like – No, no. He's like – he's like – he could dive and take an Put absolute the body on the line. Do, yes, yeah. and he doesn't. Oh, like, okay. it's like Cam Newton in the Super Bowl going for that fumble and, like, pulling away in the last that's second. That's soft. I mean, yeah. that's against the number five team. Like, that's a program statement win. On that's the soft. road. 
at wow. Cincinnati. So like my point with all that is Cincinnati, you got to do something this weekend against USF. You've got to blow the doors off the Bulls and uh, take care of business. They haven't USF, covered in a, they haven't covered in a while, right? Like maybe USF is Temple. two and seven, and Cincinnati's five and four against the spread this season. So since he gave up almost three hundred yards of rushing to Tulsa. Too. Yeah, that's, is, that's just ridiculous. You can't do that to Tulsa. You can't. You can't do that against Tulsa. No, because if you were to get in Cincinnati, you're going to be the four seed. No, you get to play Georgia. So if you're going to give up 300 yards rushing to Tulsa, what's you go up against a freaking Georgia's offensive line? Right. So you better start doing something to impress some people. But that'll be a good game at five o'clock. Then Wyoming on the road at, at Boise State. Kind of an intriguing 8 p.m. matchup on FS1, boys. Are you interested? Uh, I didn't have that one circled, no. That's on, it's just on a Friday night, you know? Blue, yeah, see a little blue field of Boise? Yeah. I'll, I'll tune in for sure. Definitely. Both five and four, no. Not doesn't, do anything, doesn't do anything for Lucas on a Friday night. It's fine, though. Um, I'll take Boise, by the way. 13 and a half. Wineman's tough. Always been tough. Craig Bowl. Boys at home on. And you're not interested in this game at all, Lucas. Really? <laughs> you, 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 I'll let you have a free takesy backsy right now if you just admit that you're interested because I think you are. I'm not going to watch it. No, I will not watch that game. Okay, you won't watch one minute of it, really. I mean, I can't. 100% you bet on Boston College, Virginia Tech on a Friday night randomly at a casino. So I think you might get flirtatious with it at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll do it. Ta- I'll take the takes, Key. Bang. The first figured out podcast takes me back. See, by Lucas Gann, everybody. Um, well, let's get into Saturday, boys. Uh, I actually do like the 11 a.m. games. The first one I have written down here is Michigan at Penn State. Michigan somehow ranked in front of Michigan State, which doesn't make any sense to me, but they are. Goes on the road to Penn State. I think that incredibly favors Michigan, as all, as I have all season. And um, Michigan's defense is legit. Penn State's fallen off. I think James Franklin's gone here, people. I think uh, I think what USC that sure. uh, or I I have heard him for a lot for the LSU as well. So. What's his deal? That makes no sense to me. Somebody give me that some is. insight. Like you're at Penn State. I mean that's a natural. That's a national powerhouse. One of the yeah, but, biggest stadiums. You're gonna get anything you want there. Like you can recruit there. I don't get that. What's does he, does he feel like he's slipping a little bit? With that's what, what I'm saying. Has to be I, somewhere else. No, I think it. I don't think that they're too. Like, I don't think the university fits James Franklin. Like, I think his beliefs are not as – I don't know. It's just a, he has a different vibe than Penn State. Penn State wants to be like this – I feel like they want to be like this prestigious university and, like, have this name and this brand. And James Franklin, little looser, little, like, flashier, little everything like Non-traditional. that. Non-traditional, yeah. Yes, like, they're – I mean, Penn State has some image issues, so they're a little bit uh, really by the book, I feel like, now, and I don't think he's like that. The way I see it is just, like, his program's slipping a little bit, so he's like, hey, if I still got a buzz, I'm going to jump ship and restart. That could be it, too. That's what I was saying. That could definitely be it. And that's soft. That could definitely be it. Yeah. So soft. 
I but I mean, dude, but, I mean, boys, come on. LSU comes knocking. You're gonna answer the door. True. Like, don't you don't say that soft. Like, it's you would rather I play at LSU. Yeah. I, I. I. Okay. Which team would you rather coach? LSU or Penn State? LSU. I, I wouldn't want to coach. I wouldn't want to like. I mean, as a competitor, I'd love to play the best. But as a like job standpoint, no, I would not want to play in the SEC week in week out. No. So you just want to play in the Big Ten uh, East and go on, against Ohio State every week? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Lucas. Well, what? Well, I mean, it's that fair. Valley it's, it's, out tonight. I mean, it's your take. I'm, I'm yeah, okay, it's your take. I just disagree. I, I mean, it, just, it seems like you, you can be more successful in the Big Ten. That's all I'm true. saying. All right. I get what you're saying there. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you have a better move. chance to be successful than, yeah. like, let's say a Mississippi state team is really fucking good. Like one year and that like, you get like, they're just semi-decent. They're, they're like, you get a game out of anybody in the SEC. Sucks. It's, it's tough. That's, that's it's, fair. That is fair. I think it'll be a great game. I'm picking Michigan here. I think Penn state kind of broken, honestly. Um, I love it. Minus really one and a half. Give it to me all day. Yeah. yeah. Supposed to pick them. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the games I'm the most intrigued about the entire weekend, Oklahoma at Baylor. This uh, has some Big 12 implications big time here, more than normal. Um, I think the winner of this game puts themselves in a in the driver's seat to win the Big 12. Uh, um, watch out. Well, no, we'll get to the team I think you're referring to a little bit later on. Um, those two teams will match up. But this is going to be a great game, two of the Big 12's best. Um, at Baylor, that's big time. But as I've said and I've already said once today – the 11 a.m. on the road for a big game that helps tremendously. Um, I think Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma, if you want to make a statement as to why you should be in the playoff, you need to show up and handle the Baylor Bears big time. It can't yeah. be a close game if you're serious about the playoff. I think so, they need to blow them out too. I agree. Yes, I do too, 100%. So with, with that on their mind, I love Oklahoma. What did you say the line was for this again? Should be five and a half. I think it's Oklahoma uh, minus five and a half. Yeah, start yep, – okay. I, mm-hmm. I love Oklahoma too. I, Baylor, even though they're coming off of that from at TCU, that game was just uh, – TCU had that Patterson, a little bit of strength yeah. there, rival. The holy war. Yeah. Tell me, boys. <laughs> I don't think Baylor is as good as advertised, in my opinion. See, I, I that's where I disagree with you. I think they're – I think they're a little underrated – I think they play insanely good defense, and their offense is just explosive enough to put up points with Oklahoma. Um, if their offense is on, their offense is on. The problem is that I think sometimes it's a little off, as we saw last week. But, I mean, didn't they still put up 30? I think it was 38-30 was the final score. 20, I think it was it was 30-28 they lost. Right. 30-28? Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's, that's still a lot of points. So, I think – Oklahoma has its hands full, but I, I think this is a game where Oklahoma proves that they're the dominant beast in the Big 12. Earlier in the week, I was telling people I'm going to take Baylor. I like I like the points, and then, honestly, I think I thought they were going to win, so I was thinking about putting a little money line on it just because I think OU have been frauds all year, and they've just skated by on some bullshit, honestly, and I just want them to lose, and I was hoping it'd be this one. But then now that I think about it, like this is one where they probably go down to Baylor and blow their doors off for some reason. Yep. That's exactly my thoughts. Which when they shouldn't, like Baylor should stand firm and probably hang with them and maybe beat them. But like, no, they'll probably go down there and blow the doors off, and it won't make sense to anybody. But yeah, so I'll, I'll probably I'll probably flip block and 
flip-flop and go OU with you guys for some reason. But. Love it. Um, as I do every week, uh, if he's going to the game, i got to talk about this. West Virginia goes to Kansas State this weekend at 11 a.m. kickoff. Cam Collins will be there. Um, I think the only loss he's been to, boys, I think he's only been to the Oklahoma loss. Um, he was not in the country last week. Also, I hate to say this, but I was right, I believe. KU, I think, covered against K-State. Might not have, but I think they did. Um, I did say that last week, but uh, K-State plays West Virginia. I love K-State here, honestly, boys. Uh, West Virginia, what happened, Lucas? Well, no, I, we, I think for some, some odd reason, like West Virginia gets brought up in here every week and they're just like a mediocre Big 12 team, but I feel like we're right on them every time we've talked about them. Yeah, we were right Somehow, last week. We said they were going to lose. Yeah, we flip-flop perfectly on them like every time. So Iowa I hope, State, we, I hope then, the streak yep. continues. I like Kansas State here too. Like, Love Kansas State here, honestly, at 11 a.m. It's still pretty Love low, it. right? It's under a touchdown, so yeah. Yeah, let's and check it, this Cam out. Cam Collins an automatic three points as an extra three. K-State minus six and a half. That's what I'm saying. It's under a tutty. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like well it. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's a great bet. Um, and then the last game that I have at the 11 a.m. spot uh, is Mississippi State at Auburn. Mississippi State has had two games this year where they the refs have completely fucked mm. them. That Memphis game, and then this past week against Arkansas, I couldn't believe what my eyes were seeing. They play an Auburn team that uh, had a real stinker uh, in College Station last week. Playing Texas A&M, um, I heard on a podcast. Yeah, I heard it. A, I heard on a podcast today, and it was a great point. Um, he was like, "Bo Nix is the king of pulling you in, and then having a game where he just goes full out old oh. Bo Nix." And that's exactly what this game was against Texas A&M. He looked incompetent. We need to, to check the he, tape. I think I said something very close to that, where it's like, "Oh, no, you did, you yeah. did, hundred percent." And it's you like, were if you if he gets a right. home game, if he gets a home game under the lights it, at Auburn, like you're like, "Holy fuck, who is that guy?" Like, I need yeah. to be on the train. And then the next week, he goes to Kyle Field and gets absolutely shit pumped. Like that is to a T, Bo Nix. Yeah, you said it last week, yeah. and I was disagreeing with you, but I was completely wrong. Um, yeah, I don't so Just I don't know. Does. I mean Mississippi State's like two game two bad calls from being like seven and two or something crazy. Yeah, so they're six and four. What do you what are you going then? Like I I, I kinda wanna just say fuck Bo Nix and Cole Albright and go Mississippi State. I mean they've kept they've kept all their games pretty close, right? Besides it's, the it's five and four and six and three. Uh, Mississippi State's five and four against the spread, and they're plus five and a half here. I absolutely love that. Yeah, for, I, I I hate to do it, Cole, but I think I might be riding Bulldogs here. Like you were saying, Luke, is Mississippi State's with LSU by three, and then last week Arkansas by three, and those are the two we're talking about. And then and they got blown yeah. out by Alabama and Alabama, then... but they beat Kentucky handily. So, and then which, they had that Kentucky shit loss to Memphis where they lost by two. Hey, people aren't talking about their North Carolina State win. Great win. They beat them great early. Win. Beat Texas A&M. Great win. Beat Kentucky. Great win. They're not, they're not a bad team. No. I like um, them. That's just I think the, ti- the Tigers could be in trouble um, um, at home on Saturday morning. 
Going to the afternoon slate. Uh, first game that caught my eye. I think it's for some reason. I think it's a great uh, matchup. Um, another really good test for Georgia's defense. They go to Tennessee. Tennessee can score. Um, I think they've proven that. But um, I mean, Georgia, dude, guys. I mean, it's their national championship to lose, right? I mean, they are clearly the best team in college football. Uh, their defense is disgusting. Here's what intrigues me about Georgia, and, like, we're going to learn a lot about Georgia, I think, with this, like you're talking about Tennessee. They haven't played a competent quarterback all year. Mizzou, yeah. Florida's two. They don't know who's their quarterback. Kentucky, Bo Nix. They've boat raced Arkansas with a banged-up quarterback. Vandy, South Carolina, they haven't, like, they haven't seen an attack yet, right. which I'm not trying to downplay Georgia's defense. They're tremendous, but that's a good point. I think you're going to learn a little bit. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I have it circled because I think a I really I've seen Georgia play a couple times, but mostly highlights, and I would love to just watch their defense play for play um, because it just looks disgusting. Um, they have a Heisman Trophy candidate on the defensive line. What is it? is his name? Jaden Daniels, I think. The guy, I think, is as big as a legit house, dude. He's so big, and is, he can move. Like, he's a freak. Um, I don't know where they get these guys, dude. I mean, these guys were in high school, like, a couple of years ago, Blaine. <laughs> dude, uh, we, I mean, like, I, it doesn't make any sense. The last time we talked about this, it was me, me and you talking about Georgia. It was like, they have 18-year-olds that look like 24-year-olds, and it's not fair. No, like, it isn't fair Generally not all. fair. No. Yeah, Jordan Davis. He's six. He's Jordan. six foot six, three hundred and forty pounds. Like, and the dude moves like he's two twenty five, bro. Doesn't make any sense. Um, so that's going to be a great game in the SEC. That that's on CBS. That's a great game. I, Knoxville, Knoxville at two thirty in the afternoon is going to look amazing. There's, there's. I don't know why, and I, this might be stupid, but there's something about me that wants to take Tennessee because of what we were talking about. It's a 22, 20, you know, yeah. whatever spread you get, that's huge. But that is a lot. I don't know. That, that might be. And it's a bit of a rivalry guys. too, kind of. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily hate the plus 20 or 22, whatever you get it at. This might out me as a fraud, but like for some reason, those top tier like teams don't really do anything for me. I haven't watched one Georgia game this year. I haven't watched them play one snap. I've only watched them play the first quarter or first half against Arkansas. And it was some reason, like when I know you're going to win, like I have no interest in watching like in college football. It's that like way, like, yeah, like, yeah, there's upsets, but like when you're as dominant as this team is like, like you get these one or two teams a year that just like, aren't going to be beat. Bama mostly. Yeah. Like I haven't watched (laughs) one Bama snap this year. I haven't watched one Georgia snap. Like it's just, it's not fun for me to watch. Three and outs aren't very enjoyable. Yeah. No, but, but I mean, um, I don't know why. I just, I hope other people with me because, like, I might sound like a fraud for talking about college football, but like, those teams just don't get me going at no, all. No, that's a very fair assessment, I would say. I don't think very people would. They're just too good. Like, it's not fair. Like, their players are too good. Zero yeah. percent fraud. You're, yeah. Yeah. Next game, <laughs> and I'm going to take my sweet time going over this because I honestly should go back and clip how right I was about Purdue. But, oh, man, was I right about Purdue. They are the big – first off, they're the big game champion. 
And not necessarily they win every time, but they seem to be in a big game every week, Mm -hmm. dude. They have now beaten Iowa when they were number two. They beat Michigan State and a prime upset location. I don't understand how I was the only one last week. And maybe it's because you weren't on, Blaine. But it was such an obvious take. I can't believe I was the only one that took it. I was so right. It's crazy. It was a classic 11 a.m. let or 2.30 letdown spot for Michigan State. They look like absolute garbage. And, guys, Purdue goes to Ohio State this weekend. And I, what's this line? I don't necessarily hate Oh, dude, I think you're stealing if you take Purdue here. I think you do. Plus 20 and a half. Ohio State's offense has been so up and down. I think that um, it's what Carson – no. What's his name? Quarterback? What, their quarterback? O'Connell? No, no, Ohio State's. Oh, um, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Nice. I think he's just been up and down, and guys, Purdue's riding high. Here's my problem with this, Chandler. They got Iowa at the perfect spot, and they got Michigan State at the perfect spot. I don't think they get Ohio State at the right spot because Ohio State's kind of, kind of buzzing. Michigan, you know, you get Michigan, who's you never know who, what they're what they were like last week in a big rivalry. Twenty's a lot, but I I just don't love it as much as those last two. Ohio State was lucky not lucky but had a chance to lose against nebraska this past weekend i've got a feeling some some egos have been in check um and maybe they get back on track but i think also maybe some confidence issues maybe it's bad it's at home it's going to be a tough game but 20 and a half is a lot of points i'm just saying watch out for the boilermakers moving to the next big 10 game uh, this is a big game in the Big Ten West. Um, Wisconsin, I'd like to preface this by saying Wisconsin pretty much has it uh, secured, I believe, since they beat Iowa. But um, Minnesota plays at Iowa this week, and Minnesota's a team that's had a really weird season. Um, they are like – I think – I'm pretty sure they've only lost two games, and they're two losses. They've, okay, they've lost three, Lucas, thank you. Um, two of their losses I know for a fact one was Bowling Green and the other one was this past weekend to Illinois um, and they're six and three I mean the, you take those two losses away which they shouldn't have lost mm-hmm. and they're having a great year I think it's a tough spot for them going to Iowa tough place to play um, but I really I have nothing to, about betting here I think it's just going to be a great game to watch remember really? they played they played Ohio State week one yeah, close. That was yeah, amazing. Lost by, I think it, they lost by like two touchdowns. But That's right. All game. Oh, Minnesota may be upset here. It was. Yeah. I think it was on a Friday too, and everyone kind of got up when Stroud. Was one of the first Thursday. I think it was a Thursday. It was yeah. one of the first games. Stroud yeah. looked like a fraud early. Yeah. I had high hopes. Right. So, boys, what do you think about this game? Um, I'm trying to find like common opponents between them. What's the spread? My, Iowa minus what? five and a half. Yeah. I mean, this is gonna be. Oh no! Uh, I want to say that it's gonna be a field goal game, and I take Minnesota here. But two thirty kickoff. 
I want uh, this is a coin flip for me. I honestly, this is I, I don't know. I, I think I would, I think I'm gonna lean Iowa just because they're at Kinnick at, Stadium, which everybody has a tough time playing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But and I, like I, Minnesota can't throw the ball, so like they might not put. God, I feel like it's gonna be really close because like Minnesota's not even gonna try to throw the ball because they can't. Tanner Morgan stinks, so it's just gonna be a run and pump fest. Classic Big Ten game. It'll probably be a fucking field goal. Oh yeah, man, I love that. Help me out. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be a great game. I'm staying away from it. Yeah, um, I, I probably won't bet it. If I had gun to my head, I think I'd take Iowa at home. Right. But hey, boys, new team into the top twenty-five. I believe. I don't know. I don't think they were ranked last week. The University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners putting together. They were ranked last a, week. Correct. We told we told fucking Zach to go watch them, and they covered. Putting together a hell of a season. Number twenty-three. They play Southern Miss at home. I don't have anything to say about this game other than say something nice about a team that normally isn't uh, in the national picture. Um, so, you know, in between commercials, if it somehow catches my eye, I'm definitely turning this game on. But, um, you know, not a must watch, I wouldn't say. But I had to say something nice about the Roadrunners, boys. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Go, okay. So going to the nightcap, boys, that's really it for the afternoon for me. Um, going to the nightcap. First game that I think I think it's going to be a great SEC game under the lights. Um, Texas A&M goes on the road to Ole Miss. Boys, I think this could be a bit of a trouble spot for A&M after a big win last week against Auburn, but they are better than Ole Miss. Um, this will be one of the best defenses that Ole Miss has played against. I'm curious to see how Corral does against this Texas A&M defense. Right. But I think I think A&M is just a better overall team, and I think you've got to go Aggies here. Yeah. Go, Blaine. Help me. Help me out here. So I'm. I'm torn. I. I think Texas A&M is just kind of finally figuring themselves out here, and that's why I don't want to take Ole Miss. Like A&M early in this year had so many troubles with quarterback issues, and then you know you finally get back to it. Have a big game last week. Both teams need this so bad that. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a two point spread for a reason. I, I don't. Mean, Bama slips up. A and M has a chance to play in the SEC championship game. Do they not? Technically, yeah. They've only lost to, uh, uh, freaking... Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi. That was State. during the yeah. They beat Bama, so yeah. they, they control lost, their uh, destiny. Arkansas, right? right? They they Arkansas had. At Jerry Dome, right? Yeah, it was 20 to 10. They only put up 10. Okay, yep. so but, but what I'm saying is if Bama were to slip up again, they have the tiebreaker and two lost teams in the SEC West. This is a really, really, really good game. Yeah, yeah. and it's – it's I'm this is one that I have to tune into. I think it's This is be exactly why I wouldn't want to coach in the SEC. Right. Yeah, this game like, makes you want to pull your hair out. You get your fucking Texas A&M's getting their rhythm back four straight, one of those being Alabama, and then you just got, like, an offensive guru and one of the best quarterbacks in the nation that you just got to go try to fucking defend. And I've talked about it. I love Jimbo Fisher. I think he's a top three coach. Like, I think it's – he's 1C, I think, because he just gets people to play. Because, like, yeah. they shouldn't they shouldn't be 7-2 yeah. and two and they shouldn't be Bama with this the, – the Cuban missiles out – calzada or whatever like he's not that great no he is so i don't know how they're doing i think on this one i'm just gonna take coaching and i'll take jimbo yep that's what i'm doing too i if 
Liberty doesn't throw – what, they throw like three or four picks last week against Ole Miss, I yeah, think? They, they fucked me, yeah. man. I had that, I had that over. Yeah, if they, don't, if they don't do that, I mean, that's a close – Ole Miss isn't looking as great coming into this. So, I'm, I'm going Texas A&M. I yep. think they're better. I love it. Um, this game also really intrigues me, guys. I hate to admit it, but Notre Dame goes on the road to UAV, or UVA, excuse me, University of Virginia. And, guys – I don't think that Notre Dame is I, – I hate Notre Dame, so trust me, I'm not trying to be right about this. <laughs> but Notre Dame kind of controls their own destiny. Destiny, excuse me. I mean, they're 8-1. and one. They go on the road and dominate this Virginia team. I mean, they're, they're, gonna, they're number nine right now. If somebody slips up ahead of them, Michigan or Michigan State, they're going to be up there on that five, six spot with a chance to maybe get at the end of the year. They always do. And the committee loves Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, they kind of – for not that much, but they kind of control their own destiny here. And I think this uh, – I think this will be a really good game, honestly, to watch. I would take Notre Dame. I mean, they're minus five and a half. I think they won by a touchdown. Give me the motherfucking over in this Virginia game, dude. Nice, nice. Virginia 64? That, that's that score last week was laughable. The 66 49 loss to BYU was, I mean. Yeah. And what a weird time for those two schools to play. I feel and, like they I feel like Virginia's given up a big like ton of overs. Bro, the, the week before that it was 48-40. Their win over Georgia Tech yeah. 88 combined points. Like, give me I don't really give a shit. Like Notre Dame's Notre Dame. They're gonna win nine or ten games every year from here on out as long as Brian Kelly's there, and they're never going to do anything with that. Just give me the over in this game. Nice. I have, I have no respect for that team ever. Like, they're never going to get the top, top recruits. Like, when is the last time they've been in the top 15 in recruiting? Notre Dame? Yeah. Well, they win 11. Because they have the, Brian Kelly, like, as much as people hate on him, like, he's a really good, like, X's and O football coach. And that's why, like, they're always going to be, like, that 9-10 win team because they're going to get, a, I mean, awesome offensive linemen, really good defensive linemen, and they're going to control the trenches. But, I mean, they can't score on big moments. Like, they don't have the big wide outs. They don't have the gunslinger quarterback. I mean, they got some bunk out it from Wisconsin. Like, they just don't – I don't know. It was a yeah. little rant. They just don't do anything for me. Here's sure. a fun fact about Brian Kelly. Uh, my offensive coordinator in, in high school, uh, Ben Mock, he played quarterback for Brian Kelly at Cincinnati. A, what? really cool. Yeah, A, really cool. But B, he says he's like one of the best coaches he's ever had. So Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. Like, I, I know I can understand that. And he, he gets the team – he gets that team that shouldn't be 10-win team every year to 10 wins. Yeah. And uh, so – Great game, honestly, at Virginia this weekend. Lucas, this is a huge I was hoping game. you were going to say it on this. I thought you were just about to say it. This is a huge game for you. Wow. NC State goes on the road to Wake. Basically, the winner of this will play in the ACC championship game because before we get into this game, Lucas, can we talk about the Wake Forest game last week against North Carolina? Both teams in the ACC – and it wasn't a conference game. Can you wrap your head around that at all? It was not a conference game. Wake Forest is still undefeated in conference. Okay, well, are they were they doing the thing uh, that like you guys are doing, where they're, like they're kind of short on teams this year? So, but how would the like, ACC? How is the ACC short on teams? 
Hold on, let me look at the standings. One, two, three. They're not. Four, no, five, everyone's playing in the ACC. It's a whole conference. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's seven. Yeah, they have fourteen teams, seven and seven. I don't understand. Then I don't. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm looking at now conference five and zero. Oh. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing ever. Like last week, really didn't even count. I think yeah. that's why Wake only dropped three spots. That's I mean, badass. Like they can still they still control their destiny to play in the ACC championship game, and Lucas, I'm scared for them. I'm right for the Demon Deacons. Here's why: they suck on defense. Yeah, but like if you score more than the other team, you win. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, they just didn't score more than North Carolina. I know the game doesn't count, but they gave up 58 points after being up two scores in the fourth quarter. Lucas, hey, you know what? Demon Deacons shit, shit down their leg that game. It's going to happen. It's college football. They've never been there. Give them a break. No. Nope. Well, they have a really tough contest this weekend against North Carolina oh, State. I got one thing to say. Wake Forest head coach um, came out and, and clearly said this is the biggest game of their year, the season. They're going to either is. slip up here or versus Clemson. No, I just don't love that. Like, I love – you're in the ACC gauntlet. You got the three best teams in the ACC – you're going to lose to Clemson next week or you're going to lose this one. Which one do you pick? Because I think they're going to lose one. Neither. I think First neither. Off, Wrong. I, I easy, easy on the phrase <laughs> ACC gauntlet. <laughs> well, I mean, if there is one, you get UNC, NC State. If, if that is your if that is your definition <laughs> of gauntlet, I don't even want to hear what the SEC West is. Like It's like purgatory. Right. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. I agree. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this is a pro Demon Deacons podcast. Has been all year. Shout out to Lucas for bringing that info to us. So, let's go Wake Forest. We want to see you in the SEC Championship game. We're cheering for you, Demon Deacons. At home, minus one and a half. Come on. Like, you got to hop on board on this. Like, if you haven't yet, hop on board now. Well, at least they're going to be fun to watch. Yep. Like, even if Huge, they- huge game in the Big 12. Uh, another team that I would love to see continue to win. Um, it sucks so bad that they lost to Iowa State. They should have won that game. If they win that game, they're five or six in the country, I think. Possibly, boys, if they beat Iowa State, maybe even four. But that's a different topic for a different day. Oklahoma State hosts T- hosts TCU. Um, night game at Boone Pickett Stadium. Played in one of those before, not a, as we alluded to, not the same atmosphere. It'll be Saturday night. But, it's, I mean, oh, the Cowboys, another team that controls their destiny to play in a New Year's Six Bowl, and I think uh, they handled business this weekend against TCU. However, TCU, a very difficult opponent, one that I don't want to mess with in November. This actually I, – I love this game a lot because they got their, like, Gary Patterson, like, we're mm-hmm. fighting for you game out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to think about that this week. Like, this is just straight up, like, who's way better in Oklahoma State on defense and running the ball or a thousand times better than TCU. So, I think you just – I mean, you just have to ride Oklahoma here. It's only, it's only 13. They play really well at Stillwater. Give it to me. I, I was going to say exactly what yeah. you were going to say, Lucas. I agree. Yeah. A TCU come back down to earth game, Oklahoma State rolls. Yeah. Love it. Um Another playoff game uh, implication here. Washington State goes on the road to Oregon. Washington State, boys, we I forgot to talk about this, but what a roller coaster of a year they have that program's had. Uh, their coach 
got fired because of COVID. Not a politics podcast, but dear God, that's ridiculous in my opinion. But um, they go on the road and play Oregon. Really tough place to play. I don't really see the Ducks slipping up here, but I wanted to make this point. I want them to slip up. I don't want them in the playoffs. I don't actually think they're that good. And for for the lack of gauntlet that the ACC has, the Pac-12 is a ridiculously bad football conference. It just is. Um, And, you know, I mean, they lost to Stanford. I don't understand why that isn't being more – talked or talked about more and and taken into more consideration by the committee because i mean stanford got murdered by k-state in the beginning of the year i know it was week one but that just still stands out to me i mean stanford just isn't that good um and honestly let's go cougars uh let's see what it's at 9 32 i think this is gonna be a great game to watch plus 14 oregon three and six against the spread this year. I think you honestly, I think a good bet might be plus 14 Washington. Oh, State. You literally took the words right out of my mouth, dude. I've been wrong. I've been wrong on Oregon the last five weeks. Like I was on them on Stanford lost, had them cow. They only won one by seven. Yeah. Didn't bet them on the Colorado game. They blew them out. So I missed that one. And then lost, lost. Like they're not mm-hmm. good against the spread this year. Obviously no. you said it three and six. I, I, Washington State's won four of their last five. Yeah. They can keep it. They can keep it under two scores. I think. Yeah, Oregon just I know it was rainy at Washington. That's a big rivalry, but they look like shit through the first three quarters. And then I do think you kind of have to throw that that performance out the window a little bit. That rain wasn't just rain. That was I actually for some weird reason I watched a lot of that game. Um, I would say I watched seventy five percent of it. It was literally – a. Tr- it was the craziest torrential downpour I've ever seen. It was just a constant the whole time. It never let up. I mean, it, it – I don't think any offense would have played well in it. Um, and they handled business still. Um, so, I think this is going to be a great game, honestly, boys. To tune in at 9.30. I mean, come on. Give it to me at 9.30, boys. I'm with it. Um, and then this one – my last game on the slate here, kind of a nostalgic game, what? sort of, I guess you could say. Um, I kind of am intrigued by Arkansas and LSU. Um, I won't be watching it, though. I'll tell the listeners that right now uh, because at six is a Ole Miss. That's the obvious SEC game I'm going to pick. But I do think it's kind of a good rivalry game if you're interested in it. If you're an SEC guy, maybe both screens you have on the smaller screen. I could do that, but – had to mention it, kind of, maybe. I will not be watching. Well, that's – Lucas, you have been a little – you've been pro-Arkansas because you have taken them a couple times this year. Yeah, but they're kind of boring. They are kind of boring. Yeah. They're they kind got of boring one, to watch. one big name at receiver. I like, feel like they've always been more of a like when not that they haven't ever been good, but they've always just kind of been boring. They, yeah. Well, like I'm trying to think of it because I've watched two of their games. I watched I watched the A and M game and I watched the uh, Mississippi State game, and like they're just like I don't know. They're they play solid defense, but like they don't have any unreal playmakers on defense. They're not busting people's heads off they're not picking balls off like they're just getting you to third and long and then protecting the fucking sticks and then their offense is just kj jefferson running the read option he doesn't really can't air it out they're just kind of they kind of just grind you down and it's just 
it means nothing playing LSU. So like it doesn't. doesn't well, it does kind of it does kind of add up too when you have an offensive line coach as your head coach. So yeah, I mean, that's, just kind of, that's kind of their mentality. But yeah, they do kind of just make games boring. LSU, LSU honestly played well against Bama last week. I think it really kind yeah, of exposed true. Bama for them not really being the Bama we're accustomed to. So. Sure. I think it'll just be a good game. Just wanted to mention it. But I'll go LSU while we're at it, though, just for the okay. hell of it. Just at Death Valley at night, like yeah, Arkansas. I'm telling you, it's great. it's kind of an there's kind of some underrated rival games like Georgia Tennessee. I think is an underrated rivalry game. Um, Arkansas LSU is another one. I mean, I think I think there's some oh A and M and Ole Miss. I feel like it's kind of an under underrated rivalry. So we'll see. Um, it's but. In summation, it's a decent slate. I think I do this a lot. I talk myself uh, into it being a pretty good day. Um, and so far, college football has not disappointed yet, boys. I don't think I've really watched anything too shitty. It's been a great year. Um, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and flip it over to our NFL correspondent, Blaine dun, dun, Wheeler. Dun, dun, dun. Recently engaged, Blaine Wheeler. Don't forget, shout out Blaine Wheeler. Tying the knot, baby. And it's the NFL time. Here we go. There's a lot of storylines going on in the NFL right now, and it's in a really, really good spot for a week. What is it, week 10 now? It's just nuts, absolutely bonkers to say. But tonight, um, I feel like Baltimore, I don't know what to think. Everyone's, oh, Baltimore's about to run away with the AFC, about to run away with the AFC. But... They're favored by seven and a half at Miami. Little tidbit too, while we're at it. Sammy Watkins hurt again. And we knew that we he got out of Kansas City for a reason, but he's hurt again. He's questionable. He's got I, I just hate Sammy Watkins. I'll just put it at that. But Miami's gonna have to go with Jacoby Brissett. Baltimore's favored by seven and a half. What fuels me with this game is that Baltimore has just gotta lose one of these. And I, that's why I'm tuning in. Everyone's, you know, you got to write off Miami. But, I mean, Baltimore's just squeaked by so often that I think they're going to slip up somewhere, somewhere. They go Miami, Chicago, and then they get into their, their kind of their gauntlet with Brown, Steelers, Browns. But I feel like before they get into that divisional, there's going to be some question mark that like, hey, Baltimore's maybe not the best team in the AFC. And I think tonight is where – I'm going to take Miami plus seven and a half just because I feel like there's something there with Baltimore that isn't as dominant as everyone thinks. I, I absolutely disagree. That's um, why. I know. <laughs> I think that this is literally a perfect place for Baltimore to dominate Miami. I think when you're the better team, I know that the Thursday night games hurt the road team more, but I think when you're the better team, these short weeks are easier to get ready for. Um, Miami, yes, has a decent defense, but their offense just stinks. Um, I think Baltimore wins, and I'm taking the points with Baltimore as well. This is a this this is where like Vegas like messes with my head. Like mm-hmm. this shouldn't be six and a half seven. Like it just shouldn't. Like I get it. Like Miami's playing at home, but Miami stinks. This should be like ten and a half eleven, and I that would make me want to lean Miami. It's only six, like it's only what? I think it's, is it seven? Seven and a half, seven is where you can get it multiple places. Yeah, no, like, 
Miami stinks. I've I've watched probably the most Miami football out of anybody here for some reason. I don't know why. I just kind of wanted to watch them this year. They fucking stink. They stink. Yeah, they are bad. Here and Tua, hey, shocker, Tua's hurt again. It's gonna be Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby like, Brissett's better than Tua. Fuck. I mean, Jacoby Brissett should have beat the Raiders earlier and I don't know. I just can't in good in good conscience bet on Miami. No, Baltimore. I'll put one better. on Miami just because it's going to be a lot of fun to do it. Okay. Love that, Blaine. Honestly, love that energy. Okay. Um, let's might, get... You know what? I might flip and hop on with you because I might go back to – I might drink some of that teal turquoise-colored uh, Kool-Aid. I don't like you drinking the Kool-Aid because it didn't bode mm. well earlier in the air. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll stay off. I'll stay clean. Um. But I didn't mention how weird of a slate it was last week. That was literally the weirdest slate since 1980. Yeah. I think five underdogs or money line underdogs won outright last week for the first time since the 80s. Wow. That's pretty good. Speaking, speaking of Jacksonville, how the hell did they beat Buffalo? They that was through. one of the worst games I've ever watched. Oh, my God. And I watched a lot of it. <laughs> I didn't watch a second of it, but, you know, it's one of those where you check the scores just to see what happened. And you scroll down, and you're like, did I just see that? It was one where I kept checking. I was like, is Josh Allen hurt? Like, right. why do they only have nine points? Which like, Josh Allen? Josh Allen was not hurt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I about slipped up. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Okay. Pick, fumble, recover, whatever. But Jacksonville goes to Indianapolis Colts. Culture favored by 10 and a half. This is a classic, like, Jacksonville's really good uh, in stopping what they need to do, like they showed last week. Like, they, they played really good against Buffalo's offense. I'm not saying Jacksonville's really good, but Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I was but, like, what? Wait, what? The reason they stopped Buffalo is because Buffalo can't run the ball. Indianapolis right. can. They're going to mm-hmm. shove Jonathan Taylor, and they're going to – Boat race, Jacksonville. I'm taking Indianapolis ten and a half by one of my favorite bets of the week. Yep, I absolutely love Indy here. Um, the thing I like the most about Indy is they can play defense, and um, I, I like watching teams that can play defense because I don't know really what that is. Um, and I I don't see how Trevor Lawrence. I think he's. I, I mean, I think he's having a decent year. I think you can clearly see he's going through growing pains. I don't see him being able to to beat another team that's better than them um, again this week. Colts, heavy. Yeah, I haven't really, like, talked about it that much, but, like, I mean, a little bit. I love, like, my favorite position probably in the NFL is, like, if you have just an absolute all-pro linebacker, like, you're at such an advantage, I feel right. like, because, like, Darius Leonard can go out there and he can cover – he can cover a tight end. He can cover a running back coming out of the backfield. Like – when you have those linebackers that can play every single snap, stuff the run, have good like pass coverage, like you're just you're you're a step above. And yep. so like they have two of those. Like the Okirky guy is really fucking good too. He yeah. flies the fuck around. So like yeah, their defense is really good. I know they're super. They still haven't gotten people back on like their defensive backside. If they do that and they get them back in the next couple of weeks, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna be a scary team because they're in the shitty AFC South. You know they're probably gonna come out and win nine games and win that division. And if they get healthy, they're a tough team to – yes, they're a tough team to play in the playoffs. 
They're not. Yeah, they're touching playing the playoffs, but they're not going to win the AFC South. The Titans. You don't know what them. I, yeah, like, Titans I get the, could blunder. Like, yeah, like I don't. True. I don't know how they're doing what they're doing. It makes no sense to me. No. No. Yeah, I. I how love. How do you lose Derrick Henry and go out there and dominate the Rams? Yeah, that we'll talk no about sense. that. Yeah. That was a that was just a crazy performance from Tennessee and, and Tennessee's front, which I'll get to. But we'll go going to the next, yeah, going Colts. to the next, Colts. Colts. Yeah. Colts, 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 best bet of the week from us all. Take them. Yeah. Cleveland at New England. New England favored by two. Little tidbit here is that New England's only beat one team over 500, and that's the Chargers, and they barely squeaked by that one. Cleveland, Nick Chubb, COVID, by the way, so maybe no Nick Chubb, maybe so. But I think that New England's about to go. They go – they have Cleveland, then they go Falcons, Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills. New England might go on a slide here pretty soon. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say that this slide starts now, and I'm going to take Cleveland plus two and a half and outright at New England and leave it at that. I'm going to revert back to, like, when I don't really know what to pick. I'm going to go with Bill Belichick here. Fair enough. And I think – like because honestly like you're seeing it now and like i'm sure it's a popular subject just to be like it makes the browns seem so inept like with how they've handled the whole odell situation but like honestly i mean yeah they're a loser franchise for a reason they're going to continue to fuck shit up like this so in this game currently right now i think the patriots are a better organization as a whole bill belichick's way better than stefanski right now uh, give me the Patriots. I've been on them a lot. I don't care that they haven't. They've only beat one team over 500. Yeah. Brown seems not a world beater. Give right. it to me. Okay. No, and as, I, I love what you said about Belichick. I do actually think Stefanski is a great coach, but um, Belichick's He's not there. better. He's not Belichick's level. Right. No, no. But um, I also think that Cleveland, like you said, loser franchise. They can't. They can't put two wins like that back-to-back weeks. No way. Um, They got gifted a ton. I mean, Burrow looked horrible. Um, The Patriots don't turn the ball over like the Cincinnati Bengals did. I think the the Browns want to – or, excuse me, I think the Patriots want to drag out here. I would, like, look for this, like, to be, like, 17-14 or something like that. I kind of liked what you guys are saying. I kind of like what you're saying a lot because I don't believe in Baker. I'm not putting my money on Baker, and especially Baker against Belichick. You may have just flipped me now because I I was railing on Baker last week, saying he is – you think oh, every, he, you don't think he's gonna get confused by some looks that Belichick exactly, gives him? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's so yeah. much better without OBJ. That will get squashed yeah. this week. So yeah, I watched that whole video you sent. That was that's tough to watch. I watched yeah. it too. It was tough. Oh, Chandler, you watched it and you told me I was an idiot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I don't I don't want him on the Chiefs, but the video was tough to watch. Fair enough. All right, so you pick what you want there from what we said, but. Good enough tidbits to know what you're doing. Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas favored by nine and a half. Atlanta, what's Ridley doing? Like, he's taking care of his brain. Atlanta's sneaky right now. They're, like, knocking on the door of a playoff spot. They're still there. But, I like, this is the toughest game of the week for me to pick because I don't, you know, Dallas has to win this one before they go to KC. Atlanta really needs this one. Dan Quinn being back in ATL is is a cool storyline as well. What do you let's hear it? Well, you know, let me let me just flip you on the Atlanta slide here. All right. This is this is the game last year 
that absolutely caused us to go on that losing spree of one possession games where we shouldn't have. This is a motherfucking revenge game because we've still got a lot of people on that Falcons team last year that remember that just that nasty taste in your mouth up 17 and somehow lose that game to the Cowboys. Right. Um, I think it's an absolute – huh? The onside yeah. kick. Yeah. I think this is an absolute revenge game. Atlanta trending up, I think you could say. Like, mm-hmm. I was on them last week. It was not a bias pick. It was a straight-up X's and O football pick. I, I had a – I knew they were going to beat the Saints. They almost fucked that one up. That's just classic Falcons, but they didn't. I like this team. Dallas did not look good last week. Obviously, they could flip the script this week and come in and be guns a-blazing. But I love Kyle Pitts to just absolutely dominate these linebackers. I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody – because you're not going to put Trayvon Diggs mm-hmm. – you're not going to flip him into the slot and make him guard Kyle Pitts. You're just not. Right. I don't think they have anybody that can guard Kyle Pitts, and I think he goes off, and I think this is a close game. I don't know if they can win, but nine and give a me half. the nine and a half. Yeah, right. I like it a lot. Yeah, okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick away from the number here. I, I think Dallas is going to win. Um, I think they do bounce back. I actually do weirdly believe in Dallas. I think they're actually pretty good. Um, weird game last week. Uh, against Denver. Denver, like, played perfectly. I don't think they can do that again. So, we'll see. Um, I I hate saying it against Lucas. I mean, I've been cheering for the Falcons every week, but I think Dallas bounces back here. Uh, but staying away from the number, I'm staying away from betting on this game. Yep, 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 yep. Buffalo goes to New York Jets. Mike White's their guy, apparently, now. This game is, like, just the perfect Buffalo fair by 13. The perfect Buffalo comes bouncing back game, in my opinion. Now, 13 is huge. In their last five, it's been 18-10, 27-17, 13-6, 17-16, one of those interdivision kind of games for a 13 to be big. But I just – I don't see Buffalo not kind of saying, yeah. hey, hello. I'm, I'm not spending any time on this. It's Buffalo for me. I hate the Jets. They stink. Well, the only reason like this like catch my eyes on I kind of want to bet the Jets is like you said it last week like for their game last week Bills couldn't run the ball the Jets best thing and the only thing they really can do is kind of stuff the run at some like sometimes like they looked really good against uh, the Bengals stopping the run because they the only thing they have productive on their defensive line is their D tackles so if they can stuff the run I think they can keep it to thirteen. I don't see why they can't, especially with how bad the Bills looked last week. I don't – that's the only thing I have to say. Like, I don't – I probably won't bet it, but, like, I don't mind taking the Jets 13 here. Okay. It really doesn't doesn't bother me. Oh, are you going to take it, though? I mean, where you – I think what I'll do is, like, I usually say it every week, and I've been pretty fucking spot on with my, my like, three-team teasers I do for the 12 o'clock slate. And what I'll probably do is Falcons. I'll probably give them some more leeway to make it, like – 12 to 13 and then i'll probably put the jets in there which will be about 15 to 16 and then i was gonna put the patriots to get them to over a field goal was it was my teaser i had written down so i had this game circled and i think it's i think the jets can muck it up i I love that that that's a good teaser if you could give me the if you could give the jets a couple more points i'm all in 100 yeah because you i can get them to like 16 yeah, is what I think it'd be if I bet it tonight. I can get them to sixteen. I can get right. the I can get the Falcons to like thirteen because I think I've seen them at like nine and a half, and then it give me the Patriots at like minus at like my or plus two. 
right. where they just have to win. I'm good with right. that. Yep, love it. Cool. This game I flipped on late. New Orleans goes to Tennessee. Tennessee favored by three. Tennessee comes off a yearly win. I mean, what a win at LA, as we've talked about. Tennessee's front, I just against Trevor Simeon, who's going to be the quarterback for this thing. Kamara did not practice. Armstead still not practicing for New Orleans. Tennessee's the best team in football right now, you could say, I guess. But do they slip up a little bit, you know, with with not having D. Henry and maybe changing up and off a big win? It's at home on a noon slate. I'm going to go Tennessee minus three favored, but New Orleans could give them trouble, and I think they will. We talked about it last week, yeah. Chandler. Why is why is Sean Payton just not saying fuck it and letting Taysom Hill just get back there and sling it and run around? I don't know. He's healthy, think he and they let him play it. a little bit last week. I don't think he can sling yeah, it. Yeah, but though. like, well, like he doesn't even have to sling it. You can just make him throw a couple slants here and there and just to like who? threaten with the pass. But like, who cares? I don't care if they don't need to pass the ball. Like he can run. He's a brick wall. Like, just try it. I don't – like, I've said that with the Chiefs. Just, like, try it, try it, try to run the ball. They need to just put Taysom back there because Simeon stinks, and they couldn't really do anything with Jameis. Just get behind that offensive line and let it let it run. Right. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it every week. It's, if it's not the best offensive line of football, it's second. Um, yeah. It's, it's, they're really good at running the football. But I see Tennessee just being a better football team here in my eyes. Yeah, you have and to bet them. I'm yeah. taking the Titans, 100. percent It might you be have disgusting. To them. It's only three. They just came off a dominating win against the fucking Rams, who I thought was the best team. So yeah. Yep. You have to. Um, weird game, maybe like Washington coming off a bye, Tampa Bay coming off a bye. This opened at Tampa Bay favored um, at seven. Now Tampa Bay favored nine and a half at Washington. Washington gets back two offensive line starters, so. That's a, something maybe to watch as, as uh, you know, it feels like Washington hasn't played in a month, but they get yeah. all, all pro guard back, a, a, a rookie tackle back, um, Antonio Gibson, healthy. AB and Gronk are out for Tampa still. If you the, the weird thing about this game with me is if you watch the game in the playoffs last year, Tampa Bay with – or Washington – who was Washington's quarterback for that again? Heineke. Heineke. And that yeah. game – Washington should have won that game. Yes. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Washington getting healthy makes it a little bit closer than everyone thinks. And I'm taking Washington, even though everyone might think it'd be a blowout. I'll go ahead. Washington plus a point. Did they get, did they get Brandon Sheriff back? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yep. He's Sheriff's a fucking back. mauler dude out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He's a mauler. Yeah, he is a mauler. And then who but... was, was the was Sam Cosme, the kid they drafted out of Texas. Cosme. Yep. That's yep. what I'm seeing was on the injury report. So like they're both hundred percent back. They're going to be back, yep, from reports. Well, here's my yeah. two cents. Uh, you can't run on Tampa, so true, I don't true. see how Washington is able to run the football all of a sudden against Tampa, even with those guys back. Um, and that's going to put the game in Taylor Heineke's hands, and there is just no way that he beats Tom Brady. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Um, Tampa has too many weapons, way too overpowering here. Honestly, I love Tampa with the points. I think this is a blowout. I think Washington's defense, talk about being – honestly, I, I was even guilty of this. Talk about a defense that was supposed to be all NFL, and they mm-hmm. stink. 
And it's tough to get after the passer uh, against Tampa as well, unless you're the New Orleans Saints, like the only way that you can get to the passer if you're if you're a Tampa Bay. Um, I love the Buccaneers. Fair enough. That's a fair point. I'm going with Riverboat, and I'm just going to squeak it out, but it could be a blowout. Could be. Detroit goes to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by nine. What a weird game for Pittsburgh last week, too. Like, they, I mean, they should have blew out Chicago, but they should have lost at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I don't, Literally. I, I didn't get it. Detroit's bad. But I just don't see how Pittsburgh goes out and shows, shows again that, that uh, this thing's close. I, I have circled Detroit plus nine here, but I'm going to revert on what I was thinking, and I, I'm going to take Pittsburgh at home. Yeah, I – I, this game doesn't worry me at all. I think Pittsburgh's the team that's found their stride here recently. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a weird game on Monday night, but they still found a way to win. Um, I think Detroit or Chicago's better than Detroit, even with all of Chicago's ineptness. But um, it doesn't worry me at all for Pittsburgh here. I think they handled Detroit easy. Battle of some some rustic towns, <laughs> real <Yes>. rustic. Uh, <laughs> Automobiles and steel, baby. Yeah, Pittsburgh, I think, though, rolls here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've only bet on Detroit once, and it was they actually did cover when they came back and covered against the Rams, and that was like a 16.5-point spread. Uh, you won't catch me betting on anything less than 15 to 16 with this team. So, no yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's front is just going to make – Detroit, they, they don't, they don't have anything. Oh, I mean, TJ Watt's gonna be up in Jared Goff's asshole all day. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal for him. Feel bad for Jared Goff. Let's, I mean, we can talk about that. I feel horrible for that guy. (laughs) Couldn't be worse for him, right? I mean, you're on the Rams to go to to get sent shipped off to cold ass Detroit to get your ass pounded every day. Oh, at least you're indoors. That's the only saving grace. All right, Minnesota (laughs) should have. They were up 24-10 to Baltimore last week, and that just pissed me off. You know how much I'm a Minnesota writer. Back-to-back road games for Minnesota, which I don't love for anybody. They go to L.A. Chargers. Now, Chargers favored by three. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers as much as I want to take Minnesota, but Dalvin Cook's going to be running pissed off with all that's happening this week. What What do we think? I can't get a read on any of these teams. Minnesota, I'm on the wrong side of every time. The Chargers, I only got them against the Patriots. Other than that, I've been wrong about them. I I don't know. I'm just going to – hopefully – are you guys going to – wait. I guarantee Chandler's you're, – you're taking the Chargers and you're taking Minnesota, Blaine? I'm taking the Chargers, too. Okay. I then, take Minnesota. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with the boys here. But like, I don't know. These I, I don't I can't figure these teams out. What are you two doing to where you're not listening to me about Kirk Cousins? Why, why do you think he's going to win this game? I don't, I don't get it. What? I, I'm taking Chargers. We're both taking Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I just said, like, I believed him. Like, he screwed but you me. But you guys are making it, you're making it seem like it's like a toss-up here. I mean, Jefferson Cook. Thielen, it is. Right? They're a good football team. It makes no sense that you're three team, and five. Man. They should have – they should not be three and five. You're right, Lucas. I mean, the Minnesota. Yeah. Why do you think they're so bad, Chandler? I get this is the problem. They're three and five, Blaine, and Kirk Cousins oh, is the quarterback. I'm sorry, they're just not good. They Records won't be in the good NFL. With Kirk Cousins. That's all Chargers, hammer them, hammer oh. the Chargers. 
Vikings will not win this game. There is no way. Fair. Fair. I'm I'm with you. I think we've got no leg to stand on, Blaine, with this Her- Minnesota game. No, Kirk Herbert stinks. Herbert's gonna th- it's it's more of a Herbert than a Kirk thing. Herbert's gonna throw it over the yard. Minnesota's pass defense stinks bad. Kirk Cousins, shut up, Peter Bedovanak. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> nice call. Carolina goes to Arizona. Arizona favored by 10. Arizona favored by 10 with a – I mean, they're – I think I counted 10 people who didn't practice for Arizona today. Edmonds, to, go ahead. Then we'll know that. And that should still – like, they didn't play last week. That solidify your point. They're yeah. just like – they're a good football team all around. Like, and it, right. I don't – I've never really respect them as, like, a good football team. Like, I didn't think Cliff Kingsbury was that good. I thought they were still kind of gimmicky and just had really good weapons. And, like – Kyler Murray could just sling the rock around, but they seem like a legit football team. Like Cliff Kingsbury seems like a good head coach. I don't know yeah. how he won that game last week. Yeah, this is a battle Man, of two teams. Game. This is the battle of two teams that have made me look really fucking stupid this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> Arizona better. is obviously legit. And Carolina just put Sam Darnold on the IR. I think I tweeted on Sunday. It's absolutely hilarious to me that you never hear Colin Cowherd talk about Sam Darnold anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was, for a lack of a better phrase, blowing Sam Darnold before the year started. Some and even when he, even when he was on the Jets, um, he was saying how he was in a bad spot. He was a good quarterback, just in a bad situation. He stinks, guys. I mean, bad. he is really bad. And they just put him on the IR. Who do they have? That guy from the uh, XFL, PJ Walker, Temple. Yeah. He stinks too, and this is going to be a beat down in the desert. Yeah, Carolina's Matt Rule came out and basically said Carolina's all hands on deck on finding a quarterback <laughs> wherever they can get one. They need one, so that's bad news. They need to get up. They should go after Deshaun. Is what they should do. Then they'd be sick. <laughs> well, Deshaun pretty sick minded, but hey, Arizona minus ten. Seattle, yep. this this is kind of a good one. Chris Carson's back. DK's back to being a full go for Seattle. They go to Green Bay. Rodgers, question mark. Saturday decision for Rodgers. So I'm not going to put anything on this game right now until Saturday because you don't know what, what the Green Bay is going to trot out there. But Green Bay you minus think, three. What's going on? Let me ask you a question, Blaine. Um, you think if Jordan Love has to play, he's a little bit improved from week one to week two? 100%. 100%. And I said it. I think the Chiefs defense is a lot improved and a, and a little bit better. Yeah. Don't don't give me that face. I'm just – I tweeted it out before the game last week. Okay. Well, um, we'll talk about that. But, we will. We will. Um, yeah, I mean, you probably you probably can't get much worse. And he didn't even play that bad. That's what's crazy. Everyone's saying he didn't play well. I mean, he really didn't play that bad in his first game ever in the NFL. I mean, he's only played in preseason games. So, I mean, I I say give him a break. But Rodgers is going to play Saturday, dude. The NFL is going to yeah. get him out there. I mean, yep. especially with everything that's been going on. I would go ahead and bank on uh, the Packers having Aaron Rodgers. And if that's the case, Seattle's defense is not that good. Uh, no, I think, I think Green, Bay, Green Bay rolls, I think. Can we, so, like, let's say this. That game really kind of them losing or winning that last week really doesn't mean anything. The way no. they called that game for Jordan Love is kind of annoying. 
don't you like they just made him like they put him in that like perennial like backup role where it's just like we're gonna try to like not let him make errors but it's like just let him throw it and see what you have like they gave him no opportunity to shine yeah, really. yeah. did they not I, really but not. that's a team against Kansas City where you're just like you know what let's dice roll some shit up and see what he's got and I they just did it I disagree a little bit. Like, I think the Chiefs are a lot better. Charve one-on-one with Devontae all night long. Devontae didn't have much there. And really, I think the Chiefs' corners and secondary was a lot better than they had been all year last week. But whatever. I'm taking Green Bay, but I just think – I don't know. You don't like that take, Lucas? I don't know where all of a sudden you just got this Kansas City, like our defense played fucking no. great this week. So now they're going to be good for the rest of the year. Notice, so I'm not saying that? any of this. I'm not saying what any was of this, Lucas. I'm playing. not saying – I'm. <sighs> hey, long season. Just we got, we got plenty more weeks left. Yeah, we do. Hey, so who are you taking? Uh, I, think, I think I'll hop on it now. And just like roll the dice with it, because they're they're only minus three right now because they right. like it's just up in the air about Aaron Rodgers. I might bet it tonight just and like roll it because, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers plays, they beat the Seahawks by fourteen. And that so, line probably grows, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I might just bet it tonight because I mean the Packers. Yeah, no, give it to me because okay. Aaron Rodgers is going to play hundred percent, like you said, Chandler. Yeah, like, I mean, he just, just is. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Philly goes to Denver. What a what a showing from Denver last week. Ever like I've heard a I've listened to a ton of sports radio this week. Denver may be a team in the AFC West sneak into a playoff spot. Uh, Philly, yeah. a lot of sharp money was on them against the Chargers. Didn't look bad against the Chargers. Philly goes to Denver. Opened at one and a half. Now it's at three for Denver. Talk me into Philly, but I'm taking Denver. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be talking to you in the Philly. Um, I think they got a, I think they got a Chargers team off of – I believe the Chargers were off a of bye, correct me if I'm wrong, playing Philly at Philly. Uh, tough travel game. I don't think that Philadelphia is really that good. I think Big Fangio carves up Jalen Hurts' brain mm-hmm. and the Broncos take care of business. I like it. The, the Broncos played – obviously the best game they could have, but they played the style of ball that when we talked about it earlier in the year, you guys said it, we all said it perfectly. They were going to win those first three games, the easiest three games. They went three and O and then like, they really haven't lost badly. Like they lost eight at pit lost by 10 versus the Raiders who are good. And then lost at Cleveland by three. Like Denver is not like, I'm not going to be like the sports talk guys and be like, yeah, they're a sneaky playoff team. But like, they're not a bad team. They mm, might not, not be a bad. good team, but like when you have a good defense, which they have, like I mean, Patrick Sertan is a is a fucking lockdown. Mm-hmm. Patrick Sertan the second is a lockdown corner, and then I don't know if he gets talked about enough. Justin Simmons is probably a top two safety in the league, like hands down. He's a freak show. So if they all play up to the, like what they can, they can beat anybody. And it showed last week if their defense is rolling and they play up to what they can play. They can beat anybody on any given night, yeah. and I think they roll against Philly. Philly stinks, like it. and it's, at, mean, it's at it's in mile high. So, yeah, you're talking to it. I mean, yeah, Cortland Sutton had nine. Cortland Sutton had nine yards last week, and Denver put up thirty on Dallas. Like, 
Tim Patrick, it's hello. Jerry Judy, hello. Javante Williams, hello. Tim like, Patrick hasn't dropped the ball in like a hundred and some targets. Freak show. Yeah. Wow. It's mean, a sneak. Yeah, no, he's got he's got like the he's got the record in the FL and it just continues to grow every week. Hasn't dropped the ball. Wow. That's what insane. Good stat. Yeah. So yeah, the AFC West is gonna be a lot of fun. And what and and to that, I mean, and trying to turn it around, the massive AFC West matchup. You got Everyone's got a chance. Chargers five and three, Raiders five and three, Chiefs five and four, Broncos five and four, Kansas City goes to Las Vegas. These games are never not close. Kansas City favored by two and a half. Chandler's already looking like he's not loving this game by his facial expression. Rimmers didn't practice. Niang didn't practice. Sneed didn't practice. Jones didn't practice. Now Jones, I think, will be fine, but this is going to be fun. We're going to learn a lot about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah. Uh, threat level midnight with this game. Um, <laughs> Shout out Michael Scorn. This game, Blaine, I, I absolutely love this game because it just – it means so much to both fan bases that the, the teams owe it to us to give us a show. Right. If the Chiefs can't come out and play their best game of the season this year, our season's doomed. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that I think they are going to come out and play the best game of their year. Yep. The problem is, is that Las Vegas is a good football team, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it. They have been now. I know they just lost a bad, had a bad loss to the Giants, which I almost don't like even more. I know. I was telling Austin Huff, our good buddy, big Chiefs fan, that I almost wanted the Raiders to win last week because I'm I'm more afraid of a Raiders, a pissed off Raiders, than I am a Raiders off a, on a squeak by win against the Giants. You know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the Chiefs come out and take care of business. The Chiefs are the better football team, but I their offense is going to be tough to stop. But Chiefs, come on. Lucas, what do you got for me, buddy? Oh, boys. I mean, I want your honest honest opinion because I I will probably agree with it, honestly. Honestly, I want to declare I've really – if you listen to my Monday episodes – um, I really kind of declared this, but I have no confidence. Like, I am purely trying to talk myself into it. This Chiefs team has issues, glaring issues. And if they don't come ready to play, they could get killed. Yeah. Crosby. I like, I like Derek Carr when he's in a dome and he doesn't have to, like, worry about his baby hands. Because if you guys watched last week, it was a classic Derek Carr baby hands like fumble, throwing bad wobbly balls to get picked off. And the Giants just played a spectacular game. And the Las Vegas Raiders just couldn't score in the red zone. They just kept marching, kept marching. They kind of did whatever they wanted and just couldn't punch it in for some reason. So I don't really see how you guys are going to be able to stop Derek Carr in the dome, honestly. Mm -hmm. And – it, it, this is not a must win for you guys yet either. So like you don't have to hit panic. 
You, it's really not. You don't have to no, get panic mode. It is. It's a huge divisional game. Button. Especially it's if you get huge. Denver well, twice. And the Raiders like again. Got, and the Chargers again. If I wasn't on here with you boys, like I like I would. This is an easy Raiders bet for me, but like I almost don't want to bet it because like I don't. I want to cheer for you guys here. Like the Chiefs oh, are a better team to root for, dude. The Raiders are so disgusting. I really hate the Raiders. But like I, I don't know if he listens. I don't know if he listens to this, but Justin Paulson tried to chirp me on Twitter. It was just a oh, that makes chirp. it worse. Paul, and God. and I know I know some like genuine Raiders fans, and they're actually decent guys. But for this week, they're scumbags, dude. How do you cheer for that franchise? You've had two of your. Pl- I mean, and this isn't even just like new to this year. The Raiders are just dirt scumbag organization that gets these guys that do this kind of stuff every season. They have issues, so I I don't understand how anybody can support them. They're a disgusting team. Come on, Kansas City. I can't deal with this. One thing Sorry for my rant. One thing that scares me. Will Jerry Sneed playing? Yeah, he'll be Didn't fine. practice today, but he's going to play. He's going to play. But here, one thing that scares me, like our secondary is healthy. Finally, we're better because we are finally healthy. Chris Jones is back inside. There are things trending upwards. But Darren Waller, Darren Waller, yes, Darren Waller has one touchdown in the last – fucking eight weeks well what a no, week to get started Blaine. that's what i'm trying to say is it oh. scares the shit out of me because he dominates the kansas city chiefs a lot and who's going to be one-on-one with him if we play that way hey Lawrence. okay yeah i honestly i'm gonna bet him like i feel bad for you guys but like i didn't want to hop on the, the raiders train this week but like D- daniel Sorensen, i saw the stat and i know uh, you guys probably saw it right his yeah. they have a Quarterbacks have a perfect passer rating when targeting whoever he's guarding. So does Jordan Love now, too. So, <laughs> like, if he's going to be matched up – if he's going to be matched up against Darren Waller, and if it's not him, it's going to be Ty- Tyron Matthew, and that just – that takes technically your best defensive player out of where he needs to be, which is just patrolling the middle. I know he sucks, but he's still your best safety. Like, he yeah. just is. Right. But – he needs to patrol the middle of the field. And if you put him on Waller, he might lock him up. He might not. But, like, then they're just going to have Zay Jones over the middle. So, it's it's going to be a long night for you guys, I think. No, and, and here's the thing. I think the Chiefs offense has to roll here. Either the Chiefs win by 20 or the Raiders win by two. There's no in-between, in my opinion. No okay. in-between. I love that. This yeah. is not going to be like a march it down field goal, like, at the end game. Like, it's either a blowout either way. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the Raiders, if, if it's close, the Raiders are going to win it. And if it's yeah. not, the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs have to dominate to win this game, in my opinion, at Vegas. Yeah. Which I you also, think the only, way, the only way they win this game is if Patrick Mahomes goes off for 400 yards and gets five studies. He has to. He has to. And I think and he I will. Think, I, think I don't will. think the Raiders' secondary is necessarily all that good, especially now they just lost another corner. Right. A first-rounder. They've lost their two first-round picks. The yes. last two weeks. So if we can just if if he can get on track here, we'll see. Yep. Arrowhead. What I mean, there's going to be a lot of Chiefs fans there, in my opinion, too. There's been people have been circling this new stadium for two, three years, and yeah. they didn't get the chance to go to it. So it will I be. Mean, it's. I mean, that place will be a presence. Right? I need to make sick. a trip there. That place yeah. looks sick. All right, let's go across the board before we move on. What are we taking? I'm taking Chiefs, Chandler. Chiefs. 
Lucas. Raiders, sorry. No, it's fine. Cool. And then the last one, I mean, we don't have to touch on this much just because San Francisco, like, uh, they've had one good year in the last five. They're still injury prone. L.A. bounce back. L.A. favored by three and a half at San Fran. I love L.A. here, and I'm going to stick to it. Somebody told me why I shouldn't. No, I'm I'm with you, and I think think – does the talk need to start being like talk that Kyle Shanahan might not be that yep. good or is it just Yep. Right? Yep. He's overrated. It has to be. It's, there's it no has to be started because there's no way that there's no way he should have got out coached and lost that game last week, right? I mean, there's just no ands if or buts about it. No. So yeah, no. Rams all day for me. And it's just sheer the fact that like statement game, Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, this is gonna prove that he's a fraud, and I think yeah. he's a fraud. Shanahan or Lynch, Shanahan or Lynch, one of the two. Like, there's been a lot of talk already. Something's gonna happen well, I mean, by the end of this year. Shanahan, Shanahan was that OC in the Falcon Super Bowl game too. So, like, I already have an unreal disdain <laughs> for that game. Fair, good, good, That's really fair. Great, yeah. great, great Sunday conversation, Saturday conversation. Let's yeah. go, Chiefs. Well, boys, yeah, uh, I think that's the end of the show. Uh, appreciate you guys stopping by again. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at figureitout underscore pod. Blaine, congratulations again, buddy. It's an order, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Shout out, Blaine. You deserve it, buddy. We're happy for you. Thanks for being a part of the show. Lucas, Blaine, talk to you guys next week, okay? Love you guys. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Oh, no. Didn't sound good.